From the Financial Times in London, I'm John Murray Brown and this is FT News. The challenge of climate change generates fewer headlines than it once did in the face of more pressing international crises. But new data compiled for the FT by the Bloomberg New Energy Finance Research Group suggests real progress is starting to be made as economies embrace renewables as an alternative source for power grids and industry. Joining me in the studio to discuss these new findings is Polita Clark, the FT's environment correspondent. Polita, what exactly are the new findings about renewables and what is their significance? These figures are looking at the percentage of renewables that are used in a country's electricity mix overall. And we know that globally, the newer renewables, wind and solar PV, for example, make up a very tiny share of the global electricity mix. But these are focusing on the G20. And significantly, we asked Bloomberg New Energy Finance to cut out hydropower from the data because hydropower dams have been used for decades. Um, They're a very old form of renewable energy compared with wind farms and solar parks. And it's really the growth of the latter that are going to make the difference when it comes to actually tackling climate change. So when we got them to strip them out, we found that In 2010, G20 countries got 4.6% of their electricity collectively from these newer types of renewables. Last year, that number went up to 8%. So depending on whether you're a glass half full or half empty type of person, that's either incredibly exciting or not so exciting because we're really only talking about the 20 major economies in the world getting collectively 8% of electricity from renewables when by far the most are still um, relying heavily on fossil fuels. What is also striking about the figures from this data is that the old European economies, UK, France and Italy, appear to be leading the way. Exactly. I mean, that's where we've seen some really significant strides. And people who follow this closely won't be very surprised to see that Germany, for example, is one country that's really made enormous gains. Back in 2010, they got less than uh, 18% of their electricity from these types of renewables. That figure's now gone up to more than 36%. But even in our own country here, John, in rather cloudy, gloomy UK, partly because of the enormous growth in subsidised solar power, we've seen the figures shoot up from 6% to uh, nearly 24%. In almost all cases, we are seeing this occur because of fairly hefty renewable energy subsidies that are now spreading around the world to other countries, although in slightly different forms. But I think one of the interesting things is that It is often the case that we focus on countries like China, which has become the world's biggest clean energy market by far in recent years. But the interesting thing is if you look at their actual electricity mix, because they've also been installing or have installed a lot of coal power, they're really just, according to these figures, only getting 5% of their electricity at the moment from these newer types of renewables like wind and solar. I mean, they, they also get quite a bit from hydro, but, you know, that just sort of goes to show there's actually a long way to go before we can start to think that our troubles are over when it comes to climate change. So how important do you think China's role in the battle to combat climate change really is? China's absolutely crucial. It's by far the biggest carbon polluter. And so if they don't manage to contain their emissions, there is pretty much no way that the rest of the world can easily. And is the progress that we see in this report, do you think that's sustainable? Well, I think it is. The real question, though, is 
whether the shift that we are seeing, this gradual transition from fossil fuels to renewables, is going to happen quickly enough to prevent the build-up of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere that scientists are saying is already getting to worrying levels. And CO2, basically, once it gets to the atmosphere, I'm talking about man-made CO2 from burning fossil fuels, once it's there, it's there for a long, long time and it accumulates. And that, scientists say, is the reason that we are seeing warming temperatures. And so really you've got to try to bring down down that accumulation. And um, it's a huge problem. And frankly, at the moment, it's difficult to see how it's going to be overcome quickly enough. So a real bit of good news in the battle against climate change, but a long way to go. Thank you, Polita. Thank you, John. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.